Time now for KORN News Radio Sports coverage of Mitchell Colonel Basketball. Broadcast of this playoff game has been authorized by special arrangement with the Board of Directors of the South Dakota High School Activities Association. Colonel Basketball on KORN being brought to you by Poet, First Dakota National Bank, Iverson Chrysler Center of Mitchell and Huron, Aurora Cooperative, Avera Health Central Office, Running Farm and Fleet, Hearing Plus, Mitchell Roofing, Core Insurance, Southeastern Electric Co-op, SDI, Barcher Concrete and Masonry, Agronomy Plus and Mitchell, Rock Creek and Howard and Valley Station and Armor, Sun Gold Sports, Farm Bureau Financial Services, Rocky Newen House, the South Dakota Attorney General's Office, Division of Consumer Protections, and by the South Dakota High School Activities Association. We now go courtside for coverage of Mitchell Colonel Basketball in your original home of Colonel Sports, KORN News Radio, FM 1013, AM 1490, and online at KORNradio.com. Here's Sports Director Travis Krenz. And it is the season finale of Mitchell Colonel Girls Basketball, live from the Sanford Pentagon here in Sioux Falls. I'm Travis Krenz. Colonel's looking to pull off another upset here to end the season. They've got a, a tough matchup tonight against the number three seed here, the O'Gorman Knights at 18-5. Mitchell, they're the 12 seed at 10-13, and 13, coming off that win yesterday, uh, versus the eight seed Watertown Arrows, 48-37. Uh, Watertown just got done here about 10 minutes ago. They ended up with eighth place. A uh, very good seventh place game. Rapid City Stevens ended up winning 53-51. to A lot of points in the fourth quarter. Stevens outscored Water uh, Watertown 19-13. So uh, Watertown, they didn't have a four-point lead going into the uh, fourth quarter. Also had a 19-12 lead at the end of the first. So somebody has to finish last, and I guess that's the Watertown Arrows, but uh, good showing for them with an eighth place finish. And uh, Rapid City Stevens came into this tournament in seventh and they leave with that seventh-place trophy. You know, Gorman, they were hoping to play later on tonight as they were upset in the opening round, losing to Harrisburg 53-41. Uh, they beat Stevens yesterday 56-48 to advance to this fifth-place game this afternoon. But, oh, uh, Gorman, they were hoping to at least reach that championship, and uh, they are the defending champs. So they won it all last year, and will have to settle for a fifth-place trophy at best if they can beat Mitchell. Again, these teams played just a couple weeks ago. It was senior night for Mitchell, the last game at the Corn Palace for these Colonel girls back on February 24th. Uh, Colonels ended up losing 59-39 as O'Gorman would pull away in the fourth quarter. Uh, Colonels were just down five with about two and a half minutes to go in the third. Then O'Gorman would go on a run and would win the game by 20 points. So a chance for Mitchell here to uh, get back at O'Gorman like they did at uh, Watertown. They lost to Watertown a month ago and avenged that loss uh, here yesterday. It was a big night for Lauren Van Overshield. She had 18 points versus O'Gorman uh, there two weeks ago. We'll see if uh, Van Overshield can match that here with 18 points. Uh, so, uh, Sawyer Stavner had 9 points and 14 rebounds two weeks ago, and she had uh, one of her best games of the season yesterday. Stavner finished with 24 points, 16 rebounds, 6 assists, 4 blocks, and 4 steals. Uh, she was 7 of 11 from the foul line, so really had a complete game uh, yesterday as uh, she's now a junior. Again, Colonels, they'll lose uh, four seniors. We'll highlight them here at the end of the game as well. Uh, Delena Hinkle gets the start. We'll see uh, how this game goes. Maybe those three other seniors uh, can see the floor here uh, during their last game. Again, for O'Gorman, it's Molly Abdouche, the 5'8 junior point guard, averaging 16 points per game. She's a future South Dakota State Jackrabbit, uh, committed after her freshman year. So she was highly sought after 
uh, very early uh, in her high school career. She'll be going up to SDSU here in a couple years. Also, the Jackrabbits are the uh, Colonels. They have to be aware of Kira Mentley. She's a 6'1 senior, averages nine points and nearly six rebounds per game. Mentley had a uh, team-high 18 points yesterday in that win for Steven. So those are the big two, Molly Abdouche, the 5'8 guard, and Kira Mentley, the 6'1 senior center here for the O'Gorman Knights. We'll talk with the head coach, Dave Brooks, uh, from yesterday, his reaction to the action after that Watertown uh, victory. And we'll get to your starting lineups as well. Uh, updates on the other seventh place games. Up in Huron, it was Howard defeating Sully Buttes, 54-44. So Howard finishes seventh. And in Watertown, it was Rapid City Christian defeating Lakota Tech, 66-52. And that's a seventh place game for Class A. Uh, we'll take a one-minute timeout. Come back with our uh, reaction to the action from yesterday. We're back in one minute here from Sioux Falls. This is Becky Pitts, General Manager of Poet Mitchell. We've been turning one big idea after another into biofuel and high-quality animal feed for years. Poet's vision is to reduce reliance on foreign energy while giving you the best grain marketing prices possible, all while sharing your values for sustainable land and a clean environment. Visit us at poet.com Mitchell. It is Mitchell Criddle Basketball this afternoon, live at the Sanford Pentagon in Sioux Falls. It is the season finale. Colonel's looking to uh, get fifth place here. They'll have a tough game, though, as they take on the number three seed, O'Gorman Knights. Uh, O'Gorman comes into the game uh, with an 18-5 and record. They did play just a couple weeks ago at the Corn Palace. So O'Gorman beat Mitchell on senior night. That was back on February 24th. Uh, final score was 59 to 39. Uh, Colonels picked up that win versus Watertown yesterday, 48 to 37, to get to this fifth place game. We had a chance to talk with Mitchell head coach Dave Brooks after that victory versus the Arrows. So here's his reaction to the action from yesterday's win. Reaction to the action. Head coach Dave Brooks joins us. Uh, you trailed by two going in. Third quarter wasn't what you wanted, but uh, boy, that fourth quarter exactly what you wanted. Uh, 17 to four. You outscore him. Sawyer Stabner. She's had a lot of good games. This one may have been one of her better games. Uh, just a monster night for her with 24 points and 16 rebounds. But uh, uh, your big players came up big at the end there. A huge fourth quarter, and it feels good to play for fifth. Yeah, you know, uh, I guess if we thought that consolation doesn't mean anything, I guess I think it did. I think oh, both yeah. teams were going at it hard. A great, uh, great crowd here today, uh, loud. And, and uh, I mean, that's what you need if you're going to win these big games. Your big players got to come through and – and uh, the other kids, I mean, everybody did something to help us get there. And, and uh, But, yeah, Sawyer, I look at the stat line here, and I go, oh, my gosh, I've never seen so many double figures in, <laughs> in my life, I don't think, for a high school game. So, yeah, really proud of their effort. You bet. You know, there's not much that separates these two teams. They're pretty much mere images of each other, and it appeared that way for uh, for much of those first three quarters. You'd go on a run. They would go on a run. And uh, ultimately, uh, you pull it out there at the end. I uh, thought Carson White had a big shot there, kind of got the offense going. and uh, That was a big shot to kind of give you guys the lead there early in that fourth. Yeah. Well, I don't know what's more surprising, that she found herself that open or that it went in. Because she's kind of struggled, but we keep saying, you know, all your shots are good. They're open. And everybody just kind of like the party in the Red Sea, they left because they're right in front of our bench. Yep. And she turned around, nobody there. And, you know, hats off to her for pulling the trigger and, and making the shot. That's, uh, that's, that's great. 
You got the winner of this one here, O'Gorman and Stevens. We'll see what happens here. But uh, yeah, just to get a win in this state tournament, somebody's going to go away with the loss. It's not going to be the Mitchell Colonels. And uh, it's been a, a week full of memories. we got one more game coming yeah, up tomorrow. Yeah. Well, we told them before the game, you know, we came in as a, a five seed, even though we were, we're a 12. Mm-hmm. And if we win these next two games, we'll go out of five seed. So we could play to our seed, which we all know would be higher than what our seed actually oh, yeah. is. But but that's kind of the, what we were talking about. So uh, I said, the only way we can do that is you got to win today. So uh, yeah. I don't know if they listen to me or not, but they won. So that's there we good. go. It works. And, and Allison Myring, she had a couple of jumpers. She's starting to hit some free throws, develop a jump shot. And uh, that's exciting going into next year already. Yeah, you know, um, We've been seeing so much zone, and we just haven't been able to get her loose in some of our, our in the zone. More of our stuff was better for her for man. So, the, but we did our shoot around today, and I said, "You got to look to score more. We got to have some points from you because that'll help open up the outside a little bit." And so, uh, she was looking, so we got some points. So that's uh, that's what we needed. Fifty percent shooting that first half. That'll get it done, Coach. We'll see you one more time tomorrow. All right. Thanks very much. Appreciate it. Coming up later on tonight, the third place game and the championship game here at the Sanford Pentagon. It was yesterday, very close and exciting game between Washington and Jefferson. Uh, Washington pulled it out by three, 46 to 43, your final. They'll take on the two seed pier. They beat to Harrisburg, 51 37. So the top two seeds advance. Number one, Washington takes on number two pier at 745 tonight. So both of those teams are 20 and three on the season. Then coming up at 6 o'clock, it'll be the four-seed Jefferson taking on number six Harrisburg in that third-place game. Uh, we will have coverage later on tonight over on Q1073 as the Clinton Greenway is up in Watertown covering the Wagner Red Raider girls. Wagner playing for a state title as they knocked off Sisseton last night, 63-45. to uh, Wagner, they'll take on the number one seed Hamlin. Hamlin beat Red Cloud yesterday, 57 57- to 35. Wagner's 24 and 1. Their one loss was to Vermillion by one points. Hamlin, they have not lost this season. 24 and 0. So that's probably the most anticipated championship game uh, of the three later on tonight. It'll be at 745. Pre-game show starts around 7:30 over on Q1073 and also Q107radio.com. Uh, Red Cloud, they will take on Sisseton uh, in that third place game. And in the Class B tournament in Huron, we'll also have coverage of the Ethan girls, as they did lose last night to Viberg Hurley, 52-34. Uh, Ethan, they will take on the number one seed, Wolsey Wessington, tonight at 6 o'clock. That will be the third place game for Class B. Pre-game show starts at 5.45 tonight on Corn Country 92-1, right here in Mitchell, as the big upset yesterday was the five-seed wall, taking down number one, Wolsey Wessington, 76-72. Wall, they'll play for a state title. It'll be tough, though, as they take on the number three seed in last year's winner, Viberg Hurley. Viberg Hurley looking for back-to-back a Class A state championships. That'll be in here on tonight at 745. Taking a look now at your starting lineups here for the Mitchell Colonels. So that number 12 seed looking to finish fifth here with a win this afternoon at 10 and 13 on the season. They'll start so number 10, Delana Hinkle, the 5'9 senior. Also, number 12, Lauren Van Overshield, the 5'5 sophomore, averaging 7 points per game. Number 14, the All-Stater, Sawyer Stabner, the 5'9 junior, averaging 14 points and 11 rebounds. Also leading Mitchell in assists, steals, and blocks. Uh, number 23, Carson Wyke, the 5'6 sophomore. And number 32, freshman guard Annie Seamson at 5'8. Seamson averaging 10 points here during her freshman season. Also off the bench for Mitchell, we'll see Allison Meyerink, the 5'10 junior. She had eight points yesterday versus Watertown, 4-4 shooting. She averages five points per game. 
And we also expect to see a Mackenzie Peterson off the bench as well. For the O'Gorman Knights, they come into the tournament as the number three seed at 18-5, led by their head coach, Kent Colesrud. Uh, they'll start one senior and five, four juniors. So again, O'Gorman, they will be very good next year as they bring back uh, four of their starting five. Uh, number 10, Peyton Peterson, a 5'7 junior. Also number 11, Lucy Moore, a 5'7 junior. Uh, their best player in future South Dakota State Jackrabbit is number 15, their point guard, Molly Abdouche. Uh, she's a 5'8 junior, averages 16 points per game. Uh, Claire Benson, number 20 for O'Gorman. She's a 5'10 junior. And also for O'Gorman, their second best player is number 24, Kiara Mentley. She's a 6'1 senior, averages just around 10 points and six rebounds per game. So Mentley and Abdouche, those are the two players that Mitchell has got to stop this afternoon if they want to keep this close and give themselves a chance here going into the fourth quarter. You know, Gorman, they won it all last year. They beat Rapid City Stevens in the title game and finished the year 21-3. and And they have won 14 straight games, regular season games versus Mitchell going back to 2009. The important part of that statistic, regular season games, not postseason games. The Colonels have picked up a couple wins in recent years in the state tournament. They knocked off O'Gorman. That was a big 8-1 upset in Rapid City in the first round back in 2019. And also, uh, Mitchell beat O'Gorman back in the 2014 state tournament. So we'll see if Mitchell can pull off another upset uh, here this afternoon. These teams did meet in that first round back two years ago at the Sanford Pentagon. Uh, O'Gorman won that matchup. Mitchell was a five seed two years ago. O'Gorman was a four. The Lady Knights, they were victorious. So for the second straight time and for the second time uh, in three seasons, O'Gorman and Mitchell, they meet at the state tournament here at the Pentagon in Sioux Falls. Quick timeout, back with tip-off up next. It's Mitchell Colonel Girls Basketball from the AA State Tournament. Travis Krenz here live at the Sanford Pentagon. Starting lineups being announced. Uh, Colonels in the home whites here tonight. Black numbers and golden black trim. They'll be on the bench to my left. O'Gorman off to my right here in their blue road uniforms with white numbers and white and yellow trim. Led by their head coach, Kent Colesrud. O'Gorman averages 54 points a game while giving up just 39. Mitchell averaged 45 a game, uh, giving up 47. Colonels 6-0 when they score more than 50. They are 4-13 when they don't, but they got one of those four wins yesterday. They beat uh, Watertown without scoring 50, and they beat them 48-37. You got Kiera Mentley at 6-1. She's going to tip it off here with Sawyer Stabner at 5-9. O'Gorman going to move across the floor here from right to left. Just after 2 o'clock here, KORN News Radio. And Stabner wins the tip. She was surprised, I think, too. Stabner, uh, she was, uh, what, four inches. Uh, Mentally had four inches on her. Stabner gets it right wing. Colonels across the floor here from left to right. They had a big win last week versus Brandon. Here's a left wing three for Simpson from way downtown. And she nails it. Colonels off to a 3-0 lead. If they were to beat O'Gorman, I think this would be their best win of the season. The Brandon Valley one might be the most memorable. The Sodak 16 last week, but I would say O'Gorman a little bit better than uh, Brandon Valley. And this one thrown away. O'Gorman throws it away. Kira Mentley at the top of the key throws it left, and her teammate uh, was not looking for it. So perfect start for Mitchell. They get a three from Simpson and a turnover for the Lady Knights here in the opening seconds. A little bit of full-court pressure. Colonels need to limit their turnovers. O'Gorman, they like to pressure in the full court. 
Colonels have to uh, have those crisp passes and keep possession. Stabner at the foul line. Seamson drives. Left baseline. Kicks it out. Then over shield. Steps to her left. Pops a three. Back iron. No good. Rebound for Benson. And you need good ball movement. You need to limit your turnovers. Here if you're Mitchell. Then over shield with the tip. But Lucy Moore drives in the lane. Left side layup is good. And Lucy Moore gets O'Gorman on the board here. 3-2. 6.45 to go in this opening quarter. Seamson gets it to the Van Overshield here at the top of the key. It's an over and back. Van Overshield threw it to Seamson. Seamson caught it in the front court, but uh, she did not get her feet down before that. you got to get in the front court first before you can uh, get that pass. So, well, she did catch it. She did not uh, get her position in the half court before that. So, Colonel turnover here. 90 seconds in O'Gorman basketball. Colonel's up 3-2. Download him mentally. She's triple team. Throws it up. Count it. And the foul. Here in mentally, Colonels don't have anybody with her size at 6-1. So that's going to be an issue here for Mitchell this afternoon. Foul on the Colonels. First of the game. And they'll give it to Delana Hinkle. Hinkle is senior. Her last game here as a Colonel. Mentley to the line. Free throw. Well short. Rebound here to Stabner. And Mentley, pretty good foul shooter at 72%. 4-3, O'Gorman in front here for the first time in this first quarter. Seamson gets it past half court, swings it left to Wyke. Now here's to Stabner at the top of the key. Seamson a three on the right side. That's a bit too strong. Stabner tips the rebound out. Carson White comes up with it. And you feel like the Colonel's outside shooting has to be on point tonight as well. Stabner underneath, left side caught underneath, and she throws it away. Molly Abdouche, the future Jackrabbit on the steal. Jump step and a layup for Abdouche. That looked very pretty. Six straight points here for O'Gorman. They lead Mitchell 6-3. Two minutes gone by. Stabner at the foul line, going to dribble left. Now to Van Overshield, little floater over the 6-1 Mentley, and Van Overshield gets that one to go. Very nicely done. Van Overshield's first field goal. Colonels back within one here. 5.30 to go in this opening quarter. Van Overshield on Abdouche. Abdouche drives right side, layup. That's way too easy. Molly Abdouche with the back-to-back layups. She averages 16 on the season to lead the Knights here as a junior. 8-5, O'Gorman in front. Seamson traps, double-teamed. Stabner gets it. They only got a second to go, and they do now. They finally get it over. Now they get a 10-second call. Stabner's front foot was over the line, but her back foot was still here in the backcourt, so they let that one go, and they do call the 10-second call. So the pressure finally gets to Mitchell on that 10-second violation. First substitutions for the Colonels. Van Overshield and Hinkle out. Mackenzie Peterson checks in. The 5'7 senior. And we also see Allison Meyerink, the 5'10 junior. We'll both be back next year. Wide open layup. Good. Right side for Lucy Moore. She's got four points. A lot of points here for O'Gorman early. They lead 10-5. Just over three minutes in. Seamson loses it. Gets it to Wyke. Now right side to Stabner, bounce pass right corner to Peterson who drives under the basket, throws it away, looking for Meyerink on the left block, out of her reach. Stolen by Abdouche. Abdouche gets it in the front court to Moore at the top of the key. Back to Abdouche. 4.25 to go, first quarter. All O'Gorman early on, up 10-5. Abdouche, she can shoot it from way downtown. She's right in front of the Colonel bench. Step back three, top of the key. Front iron, no good. Rebound for Stabner. 
Stabner brings it up back to Carson White. Still here in the backcourt. Gets it now in the front court. Stabner going to drive right side. Right corner to Peterson. Here with 20 to shoot. Peterson is tripped, and we're going to get a foul. This will be the first team foul on O'Gorman here with 3.59 to go. First quarter. It'll be Molly Abdouche, and we'll have a media timeout. O'Gorman hot from the field early. They've made five field goals already in the first four minutes. They lead Mitchell 10-5 here halfway through this opening quarter. We're back in one minute. You're listening to the AA Girls Consolation Final on KORN. As you clear that last patch of snow from your driveway, breathe in that crisp, rejuvenating winter air before you throw yourself into a monstrous snow pile and join First Dakota to bank some noise for winter sports. Shriek for tide-turning reversals, whoop at game-winning threes, and gasp in awe at a perfect back walkover. Let them hear you from the cheap seats. Bank some noise with us at First Dakota National Bank. Open a new account online today at firstdakota.com. Member FDIC. You're listening to Mitchell Colonel Girls Basketball. They're down 10-5 here, four minutes into the game. Double-A, fifth-place game. Colonels 2-4 from the field shooting. Seamson with a big three-pointer early on. And then Overshield with a layup. O'Gorman, they can hardly miss. They're 5-6 early on. A couple of made field goals for Moore and Abdouche. Plus four turnovers already for Mitchell. Here in the first four minutes, got to cut down on those turnovers. Colonels get it in here after the media timeout. Seamson between the circle and half courts. Got Peterson and Stabner out there along with Meyerink, Seamson, and Wyke. And 2-3 zone defense here. 20 to shoot for the Colonels. Stabner at the free throw line. Loses it. Kicks it left side. Carson Wyke on the drive. She is stuck. She's got to get rid of it. Down low to Meyerink or Peterson who never had it. And the Colonels with their fifth turnover. Here already in the first four and a half minutes. Abdouche gets it to the foul line. Here as they bring Julie Eggert in off the bench. And Eggert lays it in. O'Gorman, they've made six of their first seven shots, leading 12 to 5. They trap Stabner in the corner. They get it to Wyke. Now past half court to Meyerink. Meyerink here on the right wing. Seamson top of the key. A long one. This one well short. Out of bounds in front of the O'Gorman bench. It'll go to the Lady Knights. Seamson was wide open, but that was behind all four three-point lines. We got the girls' line, the boys' line, the college line, and the NBA line. Five minutes gone by. Molly Abdouche brings it up. Colonel's down by seven. Abdouche defended by Peterson. Abdouche will drive, and we'll get a foul. It'll be on Peterson, her first, team second. 12-2 run here for O'Gorman over the last four minutes. Meanwhile, the Colonels, their scoring drought nearing three minutes. Eggert throws it in in front of her bench. Gets it in here to Abdouche. Now cross-court left side here to Sidney Teverson. Throws it away. Eggert down to her knees. Gets it, and the possession arrow goes towards the night, so it'll stay with O'Gorman. Carson White checking back in for Mitchell. And she's in for Seamson. For O'Gorman, we've got Lucy Moore, Molly Abdouche, you know, Sydney Turveen, she's a 5'9 freshman, and Julie Eggert, and I also got uh, Awang Okoy. Pass a little bit too high for Okoy, turnover for O'Gorman. Stabner gets it, throws it up, left side, here's Peterson. 10-foot jumper by Stabner, that one's no good. Rebound tipped away, and that's Abdouche on the breakaway. Layup is good. Molly Abdouche with a quick six points. 
Lead now up to nine at 14 to five. Myring had it momentarily, but it looked like a Coy popped it out of there. Then Abdouche picked it up here near half court. Get a foul. It'll be on O'Gorman. First foul on Sidney Tervine. And she fouls Allison Myring. 14 to five. O'Gorman in front with 2.18 to go here in this opening quarter. Peterson checks out for the Colonels. Andy Seamson back in after a quick rest. Colonel shooting just two of six compared to seven of eight for O'Gorman. Seamson gets it. Now down low to Van Overshield. This one potentially tipped. Nope, he's trying to get it over the long arms of Akoy. Air ball there for Van Overshield, and it's out of bounds. Substitution Kira Mentley checking back in for O'Gorman. And she'll check in for Julie Eggert. Eggert, who had a layup in a couple minutes here off the bench. And O'Gorman, always one of the top teams in the state, and I think they're going to be pretty good next year as well. They've got four juniors that return in the starting lineup. Only one they're going to miss is Kira Mentley. That's a big loss, but they're going to bring back four of their five starters. O'Gorman throws it away. Pass from Abdouche to her right, out of bounds in front of the Colonel bench. So see if Mitchell can take advantage here. Down by nine, two minutes to go. First quarter, it's 14-5, O'Gorman. Seamson at the top of the key. Carson White left wing. Passes right. Top of the key to Van Overshield. 17 to shoot. Stabner's been quiet early. Here's Meyerink driving, and she'll get some free throws. Meyerink on the right side. Throws it up, and first two free throws coming up here for the Colonels. 144 to go first quarter. Fouls on Kira Mentley, her first, team's third. Meyerink to the line to shoot two. She's a 57% foul shooter. Pretty good here in the second half of the season, though. And this one goes down. Meyerink on the board, 14-6. Here with minute 44 to go. Again, Colonel still don't have a field goal their last four minutes. They can cut into the lead at the foul line, and they do. Meyerink hits both of them. It's now 14-7. Abdouche brings it up here, coming up on 90 seconds to go. Gets it right wing to Sydney Turvine. Now to her left. Van Overshield nearly kicked it away. Lucy Moore to Abdouche. Right corner, left corner, and that's a three. Molly Abdouche. An excellent player. She's got nine early on. Colonel's defense was there in the left corner. He's just a good shooter. It's now a 10-point lead, largest of this first quarter. Abdouche tips it away. This one's stolen. And then Stamer comes up with the steal. Back-to-back turnovers. Stamer drives. And they're going to get an offensive foul as she barreled into a Wang Akoy. I mean, that was the proper call there. As Stadner just barreled into Akoy, Akoy falls down. And she'll pick up the charge. Akoy and Moore will check out. And Gorman goes to the bench. And bring back number 31, Julie Egger. So that'll be a foul on Stadner, her first team's third. 60 seconds to go here. Colonel's down by 10 early. Here's a three left wing. That one's no good for Tervine. Long rebound, though, goes to Peyton Peterson. Here's a left corner three off the back iron. No good for Abdouche. Rebound for O'Gorman. They lose it. Colonel's going to come up with it. Possession arrow towards Mitchell, and that'll be the result. Just Stabner on the ground. I think Meyerink tipped that one away as well, so give her some credit. Possession arrow towards Mitchell. Here with 45 seconds to go. More full court pressure. Colonel's here down by 10. 
Then Overshield throws it away. A turnover by Mitchell. Layup right side. That one's no good for Peterson. And Stamer quickly gets it back. Up court to Meyerink. Colonel's got a two-on-one. They'll hold it here for a bit. And Van Overshield will throw it up. And Chilk hits some free throws. Kira Mentley picks up her second foul as she falls to the Pentagon floor. Second foul on Mentley. Fourth on O'Gorman. Sends Van Overshield to the line looking for her first points. Van Overshield averages 7.5 per season as a sophomore. This one is short and no good. 17-7. O'Gorman in front here with 31 seconds to go. Shot clock turned off. Mentley will take a rest for O'Gorman with those two fouls. They'll bring back Akoy off the bench. Free throw good, Van Overshield. Now with three points. Colonel's here down by nine. Quickly up in the front court, layup left side, misses everything by Terveen, but an offensive rebound here with 20 seconds to go. Abdush has it now. Akoy wide open underneath. She lays it in. Colonel's defense left Akoy wide open. Couldn't help but make that one. Ten seconds to go here. Colonel's down 19 to 8. Colonel's get it to Seamson in the left corner. Can she catch it? Yeah, throws it off the leg of Terveen. So Colonel's will have it here with four seconds to go. Peterson to check in for Stabner. 19-8, great start for O'Gorman. They're shooting 64%, 9 of 14. And Overshield has it with two seconds to shoot. Left side gets it up and doesn't get it. So Van Overshield does get it up in time. Colonels are only 2 of 8 in that first quarter shooting. Trailing here by 11. Fifth place on nine. O'Gorman 19, Mitchell 8. At three quarters to go here in the Colonel season. We're back in one minute from the Pentagon in Sioux Falls. Soil is a living organism that changes year to year, which means soil fertility can vary widely across the field. Don't let this be a limiting factor in reaching your high-yield goals. At Aurora Co-op, they know that grid soil sampling is the foundation to a solid fertility program. Knowing what's going on is important because it helps you build the right plan to utilize your dollars wisely. Aurora Co-op's agronomic experts will help you build the right plan for your acres. To learn more, contact one of their agronomy team members today. Aurora Co-op, tougher to it is Mitchell Colonel Girls basketball this afternoon. Travis Crins here courtside at the Sanford Pentagon. Great start for O'Gorman, 19-8. They lead Mitchell. Three points for Van Overshield, three points for Seamson, two for Meyerink here in this first half. Van Overshield knocks it away. So O'Gorman will try it again here on the inbounds. O'Gorman moving across the court from right to left. And I get it in here to Peyton Peterson. Peterson's out there along with Abdouche. They've got Lucy Moore. Abdouche right side. Here's a right corner three by Moore. That one is short. Rebound for Stabner. Akoy knocks it away. It'll be last touched by O'Gorman. And Stabner hasn't scored yet, but she does have four rebounds and a couple steals. More full court pressure here. Early second quarter. Colonel's down 11. Carson White dribbling to her left. Gets it to Van Overshield. Now to Stabner, past half court. It's stolen by Abdouche with her long arms. And she's only 5'8", but it looks longer than that. Layup, and we're going to get a foul here on Mitchell. We'll send Claire Benson to the foul line to shoot two as she's pushed in the back. Seamson picks up the foul, her first. Team's fourth for Mitchell. Two free throws here for Claire Benson. 74% shooter. First one is good off the front iron. 
First points for Benson tonight. She's a 5'10 junior, averages three points and three rebounds per game. Seward make it a 13-point lead, down and good for Benson. And we'll have a Colonel timeout. Colonels, it's not been a good start here, down 21-8. 7.32 to go here in this first half. We're back in 30 seconds. You're listening to Mitchell Colonel Basketball on KORN. It is coverage of Mitchell Colonel Boys Basketball on your original home of Colonel Sports, KORN News Radio, FM 1013, AM 1490, and streaming live at KORNradio.com. Coming up this Thursday night, the Colonel Boys play Pier in the first round of the Class AA State Tournament in Rapid City. The pregame show starts at 8.30 Central Time with tip-off at 8.45. It's on your original home of Colonel Sports, KORN News Radio, FM 1013, AM 1490, and KORNradio.com. Colonel's trying to get something going offensively here. Just two out of their first seven shots. Again, they've only shot it seven times. Meanwhile, O'Gorman, they've shot it 15 times. O'Gorman does have three offensive rebounds, and the Colonels have nine turnovers. Compared to five for the Lady Knights. More full court pressure by O'Gorman. Carson White has it now to Stabner. Stabner's going to dribble here in the lane, left side. Stop 10 feet out, kick out, Seamson three, right side, good. So there you go, that's how you draw that up, and that's uh, how you get on the board. Seamson with two three-pointers. He's got six of Mitchell's 11, and the Colonels got the lead to 10. Made a foul as the Colonels bump into Peyton Peterson. This will be the fifth foul on Mitchell. It's on Stabner, her second. McCoy checks out here for O'Gorman and Mentley back in there. So the uh, starting five out there for O'Gorman, Abdouche, Mentley, Benson, Moore, and Peterson. Likewise for Mitchell, they're starting five out on the floor. Pass underneath, Mentley wide open layup and good. Mentley with a couple baskets, lead back up to 12. Colonels have Van Overshield, Stabner, Wyke, Simpson, and Hinkle. Carson Wyke here at the O'Gorman foul line. Gets it to Hinkle. Now Stabner on the right side. Stabner kicks it out. Left corner for Van Overshield. Simpson, Wyke. Wyke thinks about a three. Stabner does take a three in the right corner. A bit too strong and a rebound here for O'Gorman. Benson on the rebound. Gives it up to Abduch quickly in the front court. Left wing. 6.30 to go. First half. A deep three. Left wing. That one's no good for Abduch. In and out. Stabner on the rebound. See if Stabner can get her first points here. He's got a lot of rebounds. No points, though, for Sawyer here in these first 10 minutes. 23-11. Mitchell in front. Stabner, free throw line jumper. That's good. Sawyer Stabner has improved her jump shot greatly this season. She's on the board. 23-13. Colonels down by 10. Another layup underneath as they find Mentley again. Mentley's got six. Colonels just don't have the answer defensively inside for this O'Gorman team. 26. 25-13, I guess. Colonels down by 12. Floater right side by Van Overshield. Too strong, but she gets her own rebound. And we're going to get a foul underneath on O'Gorman. Foul will go on Benson, her first. Team's fifth. So neither team in the bonus yet. Five team fouls. O'Gorman and Hinkle check out. Meyer, Inc. and Peterson back in. It's kind of been the bench here the past uh, month or so. Uh, Allison Meyerink and Mackenzie Peterson about to two off the bench here for Mitchell is all. Peterson underneath, right side, triple teamed. Gets it to Meyerink who loses it, maintains possession. 
Plenty of time for Mitchell with 25 to shoot. Peterson, free throw line jumper, back iron, no good. Gets her own rebound. Kicks it out to Stabner for a three, left corner. That one is short. Rebound for Benson. Benson gets it up, left side here to Lucy Moore. Lucy Moore nearly traveled. Abdusha, three, left corner. That one is short. Rebound for Stabner. Stabner throws it away. Stabner turned it around, and nobody was there, and only nobody close enough to try and catch that one. So another Colonel turnover. They've turned it over 11 times here in the first 11 minutes. 25-13, and Colonel starting to get some stops defensively here, and they were down 11 at the start of the quarter, down to, now down 12 three minutes later. Here's a right side three. That one is good for Peterson. Missed the second three this afternoon for O'Gorman. Now it leads up to 15. The largest lead today. Colonels break the pressure. Here's Carson Wyke on the left side. This one tipped away. O'Gorman touches it last. Lucy Moore out of bounds. And will have immediate timeout. It's all O'Gorman looking to wrap up fifth place here at the AA Girls Tournament. O'Gorman leading Mitchell 28-13. 4.38 to go in this first half. We're back in one minute. You're listening to Colonel Basketball on KORN. This is Austin, store manager of Runnings in Mitchell. We'll help you gear up for the cold with layers of winter clothing, coveralls, boots, and gloves. Get whatever you'll need, from ice melt and shovels to snowblowers. We have it at Runnings. If staying in is the plan, we've got loads of toys, games, and all kinds of feed and feeders for wildlife. If you're hunting instead of feeding it, Runnings carries about 900 firearms. Everything from rifles and handguns to BB guns. You need it, we've got it at Runnings in Mitchell. Double-A girls' fifth-place game here in Sioux Falls at the Pentagon. And Travis Krenz, nine points for Molly Abdouche of O'Gorman. She's four of eight, shooting just one of five from three, though. Leading score tonight for O'Gorman. Colonel's led by Seamson. She's got six, so she's two of four from deep. The O'Gorman basketball. Colonel's, I guess Colonel's turn it over. O'Gorman gets it. Abdouche with another steal. Lucy Moore in the left corner. Colonel's down 15 here with four and a half to go in the half. Moore just inside the arc from the left wing from about 18 feet out. She connects. Lead continues to grow here, 30 to 13. Stabner drives, beats the pressure. 10-foot jumper, that one may be blocked by uh, Mentley. Peterson gets it underneath, throws it up, and we're going to get a foul. If that's on Mentley, that would be her third. As Peterson going to go to the... uh, Free throw line here. Sixth foul on the Knights. A tough foul there on Mentley. She's got three here in this first half. She's had a couple layups. She's got six points. Peterson to the line. Shooting two. This first one a little short. So Okoy going to check in here for Mentley. And Mentley's had a nice half. She's made all three of her shots for six points, but she picks up her third foul. Colonel's though down 17. Mentley's second free throw. This one short as well. Stabner with the rebound. Going to kick it back out to Peterson here at the free throw line. Stabner fakes a three. 15-footer right side and good. Stabner with a couple of 15-foot jumpers for her two shots. 30-15. to 15. Mitchell down here. See if they can take advantage of some inside uh, post play here with Mentley on the bench. They give it to Okoy. It's knocked away. Wyke and Meyerink were there. Meyerink comes up with the steal. 
Colonels push it. Here's Seamson underneath the basket. Wide open layup. Missed everything. Meyerink gets it, but that'll put Mitchell in the bonus, and Meyerink will get two free throws. So let's see this Mitchell offense try and drive inside, get some layups here with Mentley on the bench at 6-1. Oh, seven fouls on O'Gorman here. 3.35 to go first half. Colonels down 15. Meyerink's free throw. Oh, in and out. No good. Nearly went down. O'Gorman, uh, Lucy Moore picks up the foul. Her first team seventh. Second chance here for Meyerink. This one, good. Meyerink, three of four from the line. Colonel's down here by 14. See if they can get this thing down to single digits here before we go to halftime. Down 30 to 16 with three and a half minutes to go. Lucy Moore at the top of the key. The right wing to Terveen. Now to Moore. Abdouche in the left corner. Here's still 17 to shoot. Here's a Coy underneath layup, and we're going to get a foul on Mitchell. That'll lead to free throws for Julie Eggert. A lot of fouls in his first half. Six for Mitchell and seven for O'Gorman. A lot of free throws as well. Both sides with eight attempts. Eggert, her free throw. That is good, her first attempt. She averages four points here as a sophomore. Number 31, Julie Eggert at 5'10". Eggert second free throw, good as well. Lead back up to 16 here is O'Gorman doubling up the Colonels, 32-16. Peterson checks out, Van Overshield back in for Mitchell. Stabner brings it up past the pressure and throws it away over the head of Van Overshield just too high. And that one's into the O'Gorman bench. More turnovers for the Colonels. 12 turnovers, just way too many in this first half. And a lot of that was, uh, some of it's due to the O'Gorman pressure. That one just kind of an unforced air as Van Overshield was wide open. Stabner just couldn't get it there. Abdouche on the three, left wing. She hits another one. Molly Abdouche has hit a couple from deep. She now has 12. It's a 19-point lead here, 2.45 to go first half. More full-court pressure. White gets out of that mess. Gets it to Myrink underneath. Layup no good, but they'll call a coy on the foul. Her first team's eighth, so that'll give Meyerink more free throws. Clock stopped with 2.40 to go. Meyerink three of four from the line. And this one is good as well. And Allison Meyerink, 5'10 junior, likely going to start next year. And Mitchell, they're going to bring back four of their five starters. Van Overshield, Stabner, Wyke, and Seamson all going to be back. And you would think Meyerink would be that fifth starter. Meyerink, 5 of 6 from the foul line. 35-18, Colonels trailing here with 2.30 to go. Pass underneath, layup good. Count it in the foul for Eggerts. Uh, she'll head back to the line for the second straight possession. Colonels now with their seventh foul. Puts O'Gorman in the bonus with 2.32 to go. Foul was on Seamson, her second. Eggert to the line here to complete the three-point play. And this one, a back iron, no good. But an offensive rebound for Lucy Moore in the left corner. She's trapped. Colonel's trying to come up with it. Oh, Stabner, they're going to call her for the foul there, trying to strip it away. And she was out of bounds. Stabner almost came up with the steal. Now Gorman possession here with 30 to shoot. 
as they're up by 19 points. Abdouche underneath, this one to Eggert, going to her right off the glass too strong. McCoy can't get it, Colonel's trying to get it, Van Overshield finally shovels it off to Stabner. Colonel's get it in the half court, down 37-18 here with 2.05 to go in the half. And the Colonel's opponent yesterday, Watertown had 37 points the entire game. O'Gorman has it here with two minutes to go in this first half. Colonel's working around the perimeter. Hinkle dribbles it out of the left corner. Ten to shoot. Here's Van Overshield at the top of the key. Now here's Meyerink left side. And they're going to get her for a travel. The 13th Colonel turnover of this half. O'Gorman, they've just got six turnovers. And these teams met two weeks ago. It was senior night at the Corn Palace. It was a little closer than this. Final was 59-39, but the Colonels were within five late in the third quarter. Right corner, here's a three for O'Gorman. That's good for Sidney Turveen. The eighth O'Gorman player to score in this first half. It's now 40-18 here with a minute 15 to go. And Overshield brings it up. She's double teamed right in front of us. Here's got to get... Uh, and Overshield takes a timeout. Yeah, I don't believe that. Uh, well, I guess they called Abdouche for the foul. She is stunned by it. Van Overshield was looking for the timeout. I guess they're going to call it on Lucy Moore. So Moore, Moore was there with the double team with Abdouche. And Van Overshield called a timeout, and they blew their whistle, and I thought it would be a timeout Mitchell instead. They called Moore on the foul. So Van Overshield here with a one-and-one. One. Free throw is no good. Rebound tipped away, and Mitchell was the last one to touch it off of Stabner. So ninth team foul on O'Gorman. Colonel's not able to cash in, though. Free throw's no good. Colonel 6 of 11 from the foul line, but to Meyerink, she's 5 of 6. Oh, nearly a travel there. They don't call it. Carson Wyke with the steal. O'Gorman turns it over. Minute to go. Colonel's down here 40-18 to 18 here in their final game of the season. Wyke at the top of the key, swings it right to Stabner. Quickly gets rid of it back to Wyke here with 20 to shoot. Stabner, another free throw line jumper, this time on the left side. And that connects. All three Stabner made field goals from the foul line. She's got six. Stabner goes for the steal on Abdouche. Molly gets it back. 30 seconds to go. Akoy underneath misses the layup. Nearly got her own rebound. Stabner keeps it. Inkle comes up with the board. Colonels can hold for a final shot here. Shot clock turned off. 20 seconds to go. O'Gorman leading 40-20. to 20. Colonels going to hold for a final shot here as we approach 10 seconds. Hinkle has it on the right wing with eight to go. Van Overshield left wing with five. She loses it at half court. Van Overshield from half court. Good if it goes off the back of the rim and no good. From about 40 feet out. So Gorman came into this uh, tournament hoping to reach the finals. Instead, have to settle here for fifth place more than likely as they're doubling up Mitchell in this first half. 40-20. to 20. Your halftime score. Now Gorman led 19-8 at the end of the first quarter. And they go on and outscore Mitchell 21-12 in that second quarter. Colonels just six made shots in that first quarter or first half. Shooting 35%, 6 of 17. 
Colonels 2 of 7 from 3 and 6 of 11 from the foul line with 13 turnovers. Meanwhile, for O'Gorman, they made seven of their first eight shots. They're shooting 61% in this first half, 16 of 26. They're 4 of 10 from deep and 4 of 6 from the foul line with seven turnovers. Molly Abdouche with a game-high 12 for O'Gorman. The Colonels have two players with six points apiece, Stabner and Seamson. They've combined for 12. Take a timeout, get you some updates on some other scores and some other fifth-place games as well. Colonels trailing here at halftime 40-20 to 20 in this fifth-place contest. We're back in three minutes. Halftime show brought to you by Farm Bureau Financial Services and Rocky Newenhouse. Trust goes with territory here. So when someone you trust says you can save over 35% on your health care coverage, you listen. Introducing South Dakota Farm Bureau Health Plans. Quality coverage for everyone, not just farmers. To learn more about our new South Dakota Farm Bureau Health Plans, contact me, Rocky Newenhouse, in Korska, Mitchell, or Huron at 990-3223 or visit livewellsd.com. Halftime show brought to you by Farm Bureau Financial Services and Rocky Newenhouse. Courtside here at the Pentagon in Sioux Falls. I'm Travis Krenz. O'Gorman dominating the uh, Colonels in this first half. O'Gorman leading 40-20 here in this consolation final, playing for fifth place. Six points for Andy Seamson. She's got a couple of three-pointers. Sawyer Stabner's got six points, all of them free-throw line jumpers. Stabner's got six points, six rebounds, two assists, and two steals for her. And Van uh, Overshield, she's got three points for Mitchell. She's one of four shooting. She's got four turnovers. Ellison Meyerink, she's had done a nice job off the bench. She's got five points for Mitchell. Yet to shoot the ball for a field goal, but she's five of six from the foul line with a couple of rebounds. Elsewhere across the state, the Class B tournament continues today in Huron. Uh, Howard defeated Sully Buttes in the seventh place game, 54-44. And at the end of the third quarter, we're tied at 38 between Jones County and Castlewood for fifth. Coming up later on tonight, so Wolsey Wessington takes on Ethan for third place. That's at 6 o'clock. You can hear that game on Corn Country 92-1. And uh, those are the top two seeds. They both lost last night. In the Class B Championship game, it'll be the three-seed Viberg Hurley taking on the number uh, five-seed wall. That'll be at 745 tonight. Uh, Viberg Hurley, despite being the three-seed in the uh, tournament, they won it all last year, and they were the number one uh, team in the last media poll. So I think uh, people expected Viberg Hurley uh, to go back to the title game. I don't think many people expected Wall to be there. Wall came into the tournament as the five-seed out west, and uh, they reached the title game here with a 20-5 and record. Class A tournament continues today in uh, Watertown. Rapid City Christian, they defeated Lakota Tech for 7th place, 66-52. And at halftime, Flandreau leading Sioux Falls Christian, 24-22. That one for 5th place. Later on tonight at 6 o'clock, Red Cloud will play Sisseton in a 3rd place game. Both of those teams at 21-3. Then your championship game tonight. Uh, this may be the most anticipated of the three title games here tonight, I would think. Number one, Hamlin takes on number two, Wagner. That's at 7.45 tonight. Clinton Greenway has the call over on Q1073. 
and on Q107radio.com. Hamlin, they've not lost. They're 24-0. Wagner, 24-1. Their one loss coming to Vermillion by a single point earlier in the season. So uh, all season long, these were two of the top two or three teams in Class A. So Hamlin and Wagner, that should be a good one tonight in Watertown. And coming up next here at the Sanford Pentagon, coming up at 5 o'clock, it's Jefferson taking on Harrisburg uh, for the third place uh, matchup. And uh, the top two teams also make it in Class AA this year as uh, Washington, they take on the Pier Governors, both of those teams at 20-3. and three. Colonels down by 20 points here in the first half, and they've also scored 20 points, so do some quick math there. O'Gorman, 40. Mitchell, 20. Here as we start the second quarter. We're back in two minutes. We're listening to Colonel Basketball tonight on KORN. Agronomy Plus in Mitchell, Rock Creek in Howard, and Valley Station in Armour are your 100% locally owned team of agronomy experts. They offer Agronomy 365, which provides info in real time to make decisions that result in better, more profitable farming. They know you and your operation with service beyond compare. Get a jump on spring planting with Agronomy Plus in Mitchell or Rock Creek in Howard, Valley Station in Armour. They are egg done right, the American way. The band from Pier serenading us here at halftime. O'Gorman leading Mitchell in his fifth place game. 40 to 20. Final half of basketball here for the girls on KORN. And we'll be out west for the boys next week, Thursday, Friday, and hopefully Saturday night. Colonel Boys, the three seed. They take in number six, Pier, coming up 8.45 Central Time next Thursday night. Colonels, the five on the floor. Hinkle, Van Overshield, Stabner, Wyke, and Seamson. For O'Gorman, 2-3 uh, zone defense for Peterson, Moore, Abdouche, Benson, and Mentley. Colonels now in front of their bench. Another free throw line jumper. This one just in and out for Stabner. Van Overshield rips that ball away from Claire Benson. We're going to get a tie-up. And that'll go towards the O'Gorman Lady Knights. O'Gorman here with a win would finish the season 19-5. Mitchell with a loss would finish 10-14. And, and the Colonels would be only 2-8 in their uh, last 10 games of the season. But a uh, memorable win last week versus Brandon Valley and a win here in the state tournament versus Watertown. Pass underneath from Abdouche to Mentley. And Mentley right off the bench lays it in 42-20. O'Gorman in front, full court pressure. Seamson gets it passed. Wyke there as well. And Kira Mentley had those three fouls, so she sat for much of that third quarter, or second quarter, comes right off the bench and scores. And Overshield thinks about a step back three, gets it at the foul line to Stabner. Here's Carson Wyke for three. That one a bit too strong on the left elbow. Offensive rebound for Van Overshield. Gets it to a charging Stabner. And I think that's going to be the fourth foul on Mentley, who just can't stay on the floor here in her final uh, high school game. So that'll be disappointing for her. Playing so well when she's out there. She's 4-4. Kind of got like a smirk on her face saying, you're going to call me again for that. And first foul on O'Gorman. Stabner at the line. That one couldn't get the shooter's bounce. Stabner misses the free throw. So Mentley out of the game already here with just over a minute gone by. Can't buy some luck here tonight for Mentley. Stabner, her second free throw. 
This one short, so Stabner 0-2 from the line. Uh, shot so well yesterday from the free throw line where she was 7 of 11. And that 24-point, 16 rebound game and 6 assists. Maybe the best game any Colonels has had this season versus Watertown. 90 seconds gone by. They get it into a coy, throws it away. Van Overshield picks up a steal. Lauren here in the half court. 6.25 to go, third quarter. Colonels down by 22. This here the largest deficit of the game. In 2-3 zone, Colonels have had trouble with it. Seamson for three. Back iron no good from the right elbow, but gets a long rebound some 20 feet away from the basket. Stabner underneath, gets it to Wyke in the right corner. Carson Wyke on the drive, high off glass. That one's no good, way too hard there for Wyke. Rebound for Lucy Moore, she throws it away. Stabner with the steal underneath the basket. Stabner brings it up in the half court right side, all the way to the basket, throws it up, and she'll get more free throws. Stabner going to be a little bit sore, I'm thinking, coming up tomorrow. She had an awkward fall on her tailbone early on in the Thursday game versus Jefferson, but... Has played through it, and a hard fall there on her back. Second foul here on O'Gorman. Free throw for Stabner, that's good. She's got a team-high seven. 42-21, O'Gorman in front. Just over two minutes gone by here in the second half. Follows on Benson, her second. Free throw for Stabner, this one's good. Two and two from the line. First two points here for Mitchell. It's been a while, though, since the Colonels have... Had a made field goal. And this very reminiscent of that Jefferson opening round game where the Colonels struggled to shoot and struggled to score. Here's a three left elbow. That's good for Lucy Moore. From way downtown on the left side. Nine points for Moore. Lead now up to 23. Largest tonight's. And Overshield gets it to Stabner on the right side. Peterson checks in. Peterson field goal. That one's no good from the right baseline. And Stabner going to get, or excuse me, Van Overshield going to get tied up here with Benson. And the Colonel's going to keep the ball here. Possession arrow towards Mitchell. So that'll be a fresh shot clock with 5.25 to go in the third. Going to get a foul here on Mitchell. I think that's going to go on Peterson. So offensive foul here on Mitchell before the ball can be thrown in. It's going to be on Meyerink. So they'll call on Meyerink. Some activity before the ball was even inbounded. O'Gorman well, going to the bench here, bringing in sophomore Julie Eggert. So Eggert had a nice first half with six points. There's a Benson and Peterson to the bench. Here's Lucy Moore at the top of the key for O'Gorman. Now backs it off after dribbling inside the arc. Abdouche has it left side here with 15 to shoot. Lucy Moore thinks about a three. Thinks she probably could have pulled the trigger, but doesn't. 12 to shoot. Drive under the basket. Lucy Moore high off the back iron. Gets a nice bounce, and that one goes in. Lucy Moore here with back-to-back basket. She's got 11. Neil Gorman lead up to 25. Girls having trouble here in the backcourt, and they Stabner finally gets it across. Van Overshield at the foul line. This one, a lot of arms in there. This one stolen by Abdouche. 47-22, Colonels down by 25 here. Midway through this third quarter, out of bounds, last touch by Mitchell here. So Seamson had it in front of the O'Gorman bench. Colonels down by 25 here with 4.33 to go in this third quarter. We're back in one minute. You're listening to Colonel Basketball on KORN. This is Becky Pitts, General Manager of Poet Mitchell. 
We've been turning one big idea after another into biofuel and high-quality animal feed for years. Poet's vision is to reduce reliance on foreign energy while giving you the best grain marketing prices possible, all while sharing your values for sustainable land and a clean environment. Visit us at poet.com slash Mitchell. Quarter and a half to go here in the Colonel Girls season. O'Gorman leading here 47-22. Travis Crins at the Sanford Pentagon here in Sioux Falls. Stabler's out there for Mitchell along with Seamson, Meyerink, Van Overshield, and Peterson. And Gorman going to get it into Molly Abdouche here in half court, but she stepped over the uh, half court line for the over and back. Not a gymnast, she's a basketball player. Caught it right inside the line, and a momentum carried her over. So a rare turnover for O'Gorman. That's only their 10th uh, turnover on the night. Colonels have 15. Colonels have kept the ball there a little bit better here in this, taking care of the ball a little bit better. And as I say that, Meyerink throws it away. Stolen by Terveen. This one, nice job by Terveen. That one a bit about five feet out or so as that one goes in. Foul here on O'Gorman as they... Trap Stabner be the third foul on the Lady Knights. That will be on Julie Eggert, her first, team's third. More full court pressure for O'Gorman. 49-22, Lady Knights in front. We get another foul, and this one goes to Sydney Terveen as she knocks over Van Overshield as the Colonels are trying to get this ball inbounds. Terveen second, team's fourth here with 4-11 to go. Coming up on 3 o'clock, you're listening to the Colonel Girls here playing for fifth place on KORN. Colonels get it to Van Overshield. Now Stabner, who's triple teamed, throws it about 30 feet to Hinkle in front of the bench on the right side. Back to Stabner, top of the key. Here's Seamson. Van Overshield right side. Going for the steal. Knights get it. Here's Julie Eggert with a wide open layup. 51-22. Eggert with eight points off the bench. And it's stolen again. Stabner loses it. J- Lucy Moore gets it. Underneath to Terveen who lays it up. Terveen with seven points off the bench. And Dave Brooks going to call a timeout. 53-22. O'Gorman in front by 31 points. It's an 11-0 run here for O'Gorman over the last two minutes. Take a timeout here with 3.35 to go. Colonel's down big here, down by 31. We're back in one minute on KORN. There's just one place where students are students first and athletics are played with purpose and perspective. That place is your local high school. High school sports offer more than the joy of competition. Studies show that student-athletes in South Dakota are also likely to enjoy greater levels of achievement in other areas of their lives, including academics. High school sports, a winning part of a complete education. This message presented by the South Dakota High School Activities Association and the South Dakota Interscholastic Athletic Administrators Association. 53-22, O'Gorman leading here. I think O'Gorman's going to... Step off the gas here. No more full court pressure here up by 31 points with just over 10 minutes to go. Peterson throws it away. We get a turnover, and Stabner is going to pick up a quick foul here. Stabner picks up the foul after the turnover. Third on her, just the second on Mitchell in this half. Stabner is going to check out. Nope, Stabner is going to. Yes, check out here. 
Seamson, Peterson, and Hinkle out there for Mitchell, along with Van Overshield and Carson White. And, uh, game's been decided here, 53-22, late third quarter, and Colonels can probably go deeper on the bench, get uh, three other seniors that they have some playing time here in the state tournament. Wild layup by Lucy Moore underneath, no good. Julie Eggert with a rebound, gets it back, and she'll go to the foul line. Here with 3.02 to go, third quarter. O'Gorman, of course, Catholic school. West side of Sioux Falls. What do you call them, sisters? They got four nuns behind the bench. Something you don't usually see. Eggert short on the free throw. Eggert's got eight points off the bench. O'Gorman's done everything right. Nothing they haven't done right. Defense, offense, inside, outside. Eggert second free throw. That's good. Their bench has been very productive. They've got 18 points off the bench from three players. 54-22 here with under three to go in this third quarter. This one stolen. Peterson throws it away. Abdush on the steal. Abdush on the layup. Left hand and good. One more year for Ali, uh, Molly Abdush. She'll be a senior next year. She has a game high. 14 points. Lead is up to 34. Seamson falls down. That's not good, and she is in tears. This, this is not good. So hopefully it's Addie Seamson in tears off to our left. Last game of the year. A very important part of Mitchell's future here is a freshman. Hopefully she just banged knees with somebody, and hopefully this is something not more serious. Uh, she injures her right knee. Yeah. Trainer out there. You've got Dave Brooks out there. So they're going to get her up. See if she can put any weight on it. Yeah, she's walking off. So that's a good sign. Hopefully that is not anything serious as Annie Seamson walks off the floor under her own power and that right knee. And hopefully that's not a serious injury. Also, pretty good volleyball player as well, but she'll have some time to rest for that. No reason to put her back in the game, so hopefully she'll walk up the ramp here at the uh, Pentagon. Maybe just, hopefully it was just uh, banging her knee with somebody or maybe hit the uh, court hard. Hopefully nothing serious for Seamson. So Seamson checks out. She has six points tonight and a couple threes. Candace Halverson will check in, one of those seniors we've been talking about. Halverson, a 5-3 guard. Also for Mitchell, Kiera Hofer, a 5-3 senior guard. Stabner out there. Colonels nearly turn it over here with five to shoot. Stabner barrels through a coy. They're going to call a coy on the foul. And that'll lead to a couple free throws here for Stabner. Stabner, two of four from the line. This will be her third trip to the charity stripe. A weighing a coy for O'Gorman picks up her second foul, team's fifth. Stabner's first free throw, that's good. She's made three in a row after missing her first two. 56-23 here with 2.13 to go. O'Gorman in front. O'Gorman looking for their first consolation championship since 1987. Stabner makes both of them. Stabner now with the team high 10 points. Lead is 32 here. Two minutes to go. McCoy underneath, loses it, and that'll be a turnover. McCoy couldn't quite get that uh, entry pass from the left wing, so it'll be an O'Gorman turnover. Two minutes to go, third quarter. 
And Overshield walks it up. There's Hofer on the left wing. Chance maybe to see also Delana Hinkle out there. She's on the bench right now. She starts. She's played a few minutes tonight. Then Overshield, top of the key. Here with 15 to shoot. Hands it off to Carson White. Now Hofer inside to Stabner. It's blocked. They say it's tipped here with eight seconds to go. Hofer on the left wing. She loses it. And we get a foul. This will go against Peyton Peterson of O'Gorman, her first. Team six. As that shot clock was quickly approaching the single digits there for Mitchell and about five seconds to go. So Carson White, she'll throw it in here. Off to our left. And Taylor Giblin, that other senior, injured her knee. Tore ligaments in her knee in that second game of the year. Drive by Stabner. Kick out right wing to Hofer. Here's Carson Wyke at the top of the key. Hofer, Halverson a deep two, and that's good. Cadence Halverson just inside the arc from the left corner. She scores. Be a memorable shot for her in her final game as a colonel. 56-26, O'Gorman in front here as we approach a minute to go. So when tipped by Carson Wyke, Tervine maintains possession. Here's a left corner three for O'Gorman. That one is no good by Schlimgen. As Kirsten Schlimgen checks in. Here's a runner left-handed. That one goes down for Peterson. Using her left hand from about 10 feet out. 58-26. O'Gorman in front here. 45 seconds to go. So we've got the fourth quarter coming up. We have an extended post game here. They'll have the awards for fifth and sixth place. And every player will get a medal as well. So that'll take a while before we... Talk to head coach Dave Brooks. Then Overshield on the ground. Tie up here goes to Mitchell. Off to our left. 34 in the quarter. 34 seconds left. 17 on the game clock. Shot clock. Carson White to get it in. There's Van Overshield. Now to Stabner. Top of the key. Spins right over Akoy. Akoy blocks it at 6-2. Using those long arms. And gets it up here to Schlimgen. Schlimgen, the senior on the drive, a little short, but the putback is good for Julie Eggerts. Boy, Eggert might be uh, leading this thing in point. She's got 11 off the bench. This one's stolen as well. Colonels turn it over again. Peterson on the right side with five seconds to go. Peterson throws it up left side, no good. Rebound for Hofer, and that's how the quarter's going to end. Another big quarter here for O'Gorman as they yet again score 20. They lead Mitchell 16 to 26 here at the end of the third quarter. They outscore Mitchell 20 to 6 here in the third. Final quarter of the Colonel season coming up next. Stay with us, why don't you? Here, one minute to go. We're back in one minute on KORN. This is Austin Iverson. It's been 75 years for Iverson Auto sales and service. It really makes us think about how we got here. Being a third generation Iverson in the business, I can tell you, it's the team that dedicates themselves every day to ensure your family travels safely. Iverson's customers know that we have a comparable vehicle ready for them when the unforeseen happens. Iverson's, a 75 year legacy you can trust in both Mitchell and Huron or online at IversonAuto.com. Fourth quarter underway here at the Sanford Pentagon at 60-26. So Gorman girls in front. Kira Mentley back out there with her four fouls. Here's the left corner three. That's short for O'Gorman. Rebound here for Van Overshield. Van Overshield, White, Stabner, 
Elverson and Holfer. And the five on the floor for Mitchell. And Andy Seamson left late in the third quarter with that right knee injury. Hopefully she's okay. Uh, she's back on the bench. Uh, no ice or anything on it, so hopefully she just banged her knee and that was all it was. Stamer to the line again, shooting free throws. Another foul here on O'Gorman, their seventh. We'll put the Colonels in the bonus. One and one opportunity. Free throw is good. Friendly bounce and roll for Stabner. And Stabner missed her first two free throws. She's made her uh, next five after that. So five of five here for Stabner. After starting 0 for 2. Everyone's going to go deeper on the bench here. Delaney Dagan, 5'3", junior guard. She'll check in for Van Overshield. Second free throw for Stabner. That one's up and good. So six in a row from the foul line for Stabner. Uh, she leads Mitchell here tonight with 12 points. 7.25 to go at 60-28. to 28. So Gorman in front. Abdouche with the three. Right wing and swish. Molly Abdouche, one of the best players in the state. She's got a game-high 17 points. Lead back up here to 35 with seven minutes to go. Seamson back out there, so that's a breath of fresh air, and you can sigh of relief as Eddie Seamson is back out there. Has uh, knocked her right knee there as she looks fine. Seamer at the foul line, right side. Oh, this blocked out of bounds, rejected by Lucy Moore. Halverson with a smile on her face, and I couldn't quite get that shot up there, so. Hinkle's going to check in here, so Colonel's going to have their three uh, active seniors on the floor at the same time. Stabner checks out. Hinkle is in. You got Halverson, Hofer, and Hinkle. You got Dagan and also Seamson. So some folks getting a chance to play here in the Sanford Pentagon floor in the state tournaments. Seamson top of the key, puts up a three and a prayer. That one hit the rim, though, so it's not a shot clock violation, and it'll go out of bounds. Nobody touched it. Seamson didn't get it off in time, so 63-28 here with 6.30 to go. Curdle's going to end the season with a 10-14 record, sixth place at the state tournament. Here's a right side three. That's an air ball for Peyton Peterson, and we get a whistle. This will be a foul on O'Gorman. Neither eighth foul, no free throw since it was on the offensive end. I think that's going to be on Mentley. I think she's going to foul out. That's unfortunate. Tears in her eyes, but she had a great career. Kira Mentley, a 6-1 senior. It was unfortunate for her. She had a nice game, eight points. Just wasn't able to play a lot with that foul trouble. So Mentley fouls out. Average around 10 points and five rebounds per game. So Hinkle to the line, shooting one and one. As Hofer, Halverson, and Dagan check out. Stabner back out there. Hinkle's free throw is good. Delana Hinkle, her first points tonight. 5'9", senior. Chance to score here in a state tournament game. Colonels, the five starters are back out there. Hinkle, Van Overshield, Stabner, White, Seamson. The hush of the crowd. Second one for Hinkle is short. Rebound for Seamson. 6.15 to go. Colonel's trailing 63-29. The cheer that you hear is O'Gorman emptying their bench. Ball deflected. Stabner comes up with it and lays it in 
14 points for Stabner tonight. Right on her season average of 14 here, 63-31. Lucy Moore on the left wing here, just under six to go. Drive, left baseline for Benson. They get it to Akoy. Moore loses it, or Peterson loses it. And Stabner comes up with the steal. Carson White, three on two for Mitchell. Seamson backs it out. Here's Stabner at the top of the key here, 25 to shoot. Seamson will drive left side. Now to Carson White, left corner to Hinkle. Hinkle will put it up, a rainmaker, a little bit short. Get your shot ups now as you're a senior. Final minutes of the game. Peterson has the right side for O'Gorman. Crazy left-handed shot and goes down and good. Peterson with seven points. Now 65-31 O'Gorman. As we'll have a timeout here for substitutions. Both sides, I think, going to go deep in the bench. Well, Hinka will check out. She's a senior. There's 5.21 to go. We'll see if she comes back into the game. And all five starters for Mitchell are going to check out. See, that may be it for them. Get to the O'Gorman lineup here shortly as well. Mackenzie Peterson in there. Hofer and Helverson. Meyer, Inc. and Dagan, your five on the floor. Peterson on the drive. This one no good. Here's the Coy. She gets the rebound. We've got Eggert still out there for O'Gorman. Also number 30, Sidney Turvine. We've got number 23, Schlimgen. Schlimgen puts it up. That one's no good. Rebound for Meyerink. And plus for the first time, we've got number four, Cecilia Brune. She's a 5'5 senior. Getting some playing time. She played a little bit yesterday. Well, 4.35 to go. It's 65-31, O'Gorman. Hofer has it, top of the key here with 10 to shoot. Halverson right wing, here's Hofer. Inside, over the head of Peterson, and Okoy comes up with it. Credit her for the steal. Turveen brings it up here, 4.15 to go. It's a 34-point O'Gorman lead. Left corner, Bruns. They wanted her to shoot the three, but the Colonel defense swarmed. Now in the right corner, here's the three for Schlimgen. That one's no good. Eggert, here's Bruns for three. That one is shorts. Put back for O'Gorman. That is good for Karsten Schlimgen, another senior off the bench. The ninth O'Gorman player to score here tonight. 67-31 here as we are under four minutes to go. Halverson and Hofer play catch on the right side. Halverson, see if they can, uh, she can get a shot up here and get in the scorebook. Delaney Dagan, left wing. Hofer drives. Finds Halverson. Halverson on the drive. Gets it down low to Peterson. It's stripped and stolen. Schlimgen comes up with the steal here with 3.25 to go. 36-point O'Gorman lead. Cross-court pass stolen by Delaney Dagan. Dagan will bring it up here past half court. Get it to Hofer. <laughs> Hofer nearly an over back. Don't know if she established herself in the half court. They'll let it go here, though. 3.05 to go. Colonel basketball. Peterson inside the zone. She'll put up a 15-footer. That one short over Akoy. And rebound for Awang Akoy. I think Akoy might have a good uh, shot at starting for Mentley next year. Mentley is senior, and Akoy just a junior, so she fills that spot there with a senior. She's at 6-2. Shot right side by Bruns, no good. Rebound for Delaney Dagan. So Dagan getting a 
couple rebounds here and a steal late in this one. 2.35 to go. O'Gorman going to have five more players come in here during this next dead ball. Hofer gets it out inside to Peterson. Stripped away. Bruns comes up with it. And her glasses fall off. So you don't see many players with glasses. But she's got just le legitimate old-fashioned glasses for Cecilia Bruns. Standing ovation here for the O'Gorman folks as they take out their remaining seniors. The Colonel's going to go to the bench as well, so that'll do it for their seniors. Wrap up the careers for Candace Halverson and Kira Hofer. Also, Delana Hinkle checked out a couple minutes ago, and we'll have a timeout here for substitutions. 67-31. O'Gorman going to take home fifth place here with 2.27 to go. Take a timeout back in 30 seconds here on KORN. Have you been told the older years are golden? For someone with a hearing loss, they are not golden, but silent and lonely. Are you noticing yourself or someone you love not partaking in conversations of life? Did you know not being able to hear others may lead to dementia? If you cannot hear or understand what someone is saying to you, or you are isolating from others and thus may be decreasing your ability to think, you need to get your hearing tested and begin the journey to re-engaging in life again. We are Hearing Plus 605-996-0281. Hearing Plus LLC and so much more. 227 to go here in the fourth quarter. You know, Gorman, uh, just a very good performance here for the Lady Knights. Up 67 31. Here is your lineup here for Mitchell. You got Mackenzie Peterson stays out there. You got Maddie Kemp, 5'5 junior. Number 13, Kenneth Solick, a 5'5 freshman. Delaney Dagan stays out there. Colonel's defense swarming here, and they also have uh, Brianna Kirsch, a 5'5 junior. Colonel's come up with the steal. Kemp, she'll bring it up. Stuck at the top of the key. Gets it right side here to Dagan in front of the bench. Two minutes to go. Colonel's down here 67-31. Let's see if we can get some points here from... The bench, Kemp at the top of the key, now right side to Solik. Inside to Kirsch, this one blocked away. Out of bounds, last block blocked by Ruth Dvorak, a 5'9 freshman for O'Gorman. Here with a minute 54 to go, 11 seconds to shoot for the Colonels. Kemp gets it in, wide open in the left corner for three. That one just short for Delaney Dagan. Peterson fighting for the rebound, Solik there as well. Peterson going to come up with it and try and throw it away, and she does. O'Gorman, last one to touch it. So nice job there by Peterson to maintain possession. Minute 43 to go here. Colonel's down by 36. It'll be a season low in points here at 31. And get it in again, left corner. Here's a drive by Solik off glass and good. Nice to see that. Kenneth Solik, only a freshman. She's 5'5", part of Mitchell's future. Some of her first points of the season there, 67-33. O'Gorman, here's the three on the right wing. That one's no good for number 25, Kyra Hermanson. Ball out of bounds, last touch by the Lady Knights. So Colonel should get a couple more possessions here with Solik on that layup. 67-33 here with a minute 20 to go. And Dagan brings it up. It's a left wing here to Solik. Solik inside to Kirsch, hands it off to Kemp. Very physical underneath, kicks it out. Here with a minute five to go. Solik wants that ball. 
Down low to Kerr. She trips. No foul on that one. McGorman comes up with possession. Number 13, Abby Miskusa. And we get a whistle underneath here. 57 seconds to go. I think Solik's going to pick up the foul. She's having a good time out there. A smile on her face. Fourth foul on the Colonels. First on Solik. 34-point lead here with 56 seconds to go. And we get a foul underneath. Looks like Ruth Dvorak going to get a couple free throws. Foul on Mitchell. The team's fifth. Foul will be on Peterson, her third. So Dvorak shooting free throws. First one is no good. And Dvorak just a freshman at 5'9". Has not scored here. Second free throw is good. 68-33 here with 55 seconds to go. Dagan brings it up here for Mitchell. Bounce pass left to Solik. Down low to Peterson who dribbles out of the crowded, uh, crowded posts. Dagan in front of her bench. Double teamed. Gets rid of it here to Kemp with 15 to shoot. Here's Kirsch. They knock it out of bounds. Dagan's pass never got to Kirsch, so... Colonels, this could be their final shot here. 35 seconds to go. 15 on the shot clock. O'Gorman leading 68-33. Pass to Solik, intercepted. Tyler Monty gets it, and the Colonels get it right back. Kirsch on the steal. This might be the last shot for Mitchell. This one knocked out of bounds. O'Gorman touched it last. It will stay to our left here with the Colonels. Dvorsek on the deflection. Post-game show coming up next. And we'll be joined here by Coach Dave Brooks here in about 10 minutes. Game ball going to be a tough one. You can always, always give it to Stabner. See who we give it to. Kirsch left side here, 15 to shoot. Kemp underneath, knocked out of bounds. Last touch by O'Gorman. 68-33 here, 15 seconds to go. And Kenneth Solick, she has scored. And also Cadence Halverson, she also scored. Pass underneath, deflected again out of bounds. And we'll stay with Mitchell. Might give it to Helverson here. Senior scoring in her final game. 14 seconds remaining. Kemp to throw it in. Finds Dagan here in the left wing. Dribbles out to the top of the key. Bounce pass. This one's stolen by O'Gorman. Wide open layup if they want it, and they'll take it. Layup board to Forsek. 70-33 to 33 here with one second to go, and that will be it. And that's your final. O'Gorman takes fifth place, 70-33. A dominating performance for the Lady Knights. And they finish the year 19-5. Mitchell, they'll take home sixth place. Not too bad for the 12 seed going into last week's Sodak 16. And they finish the year 10-14. Colonel shoot 9 of 34, 26%. And they were 2 of 13 from 3, and... 13 at 21 from the foul line. Sawyer Stabner, only a colonel tonight in double figures. She had 14 points, seven rebounds, and a couple of assists as well with three steals. Addie Simpson had six. Allison Myrink had five. All of those in that first half from the foul line. Lauren Van Overshield had three. Delena Hinkle had two. So uh, Halverson had two off the bench. 
And Delaney Dagan also had a two-point basket as well. You're scoring here for the Colonels. 4-0 Gorman, they didn't miss much tonight. They shot 57% from the field, 29 of 51. Molly Abdush had 17. Julie Eggert had 11 off the bench. And also Lucy Moore had 11. For O'Gorman. Keep it here, see if we can pick up here on the PA announcer. Get some get the names announced here for Mitchell. Everybody going to get a state tournament medal here for taking home sixth place. And Colonels can take home that sixth place pack, uh, plaque here. Here we go. Number four, Amy Tolverson. Number five, Kara Hofer. Number ten, Delana Hinkle. Number eleven, Taylor Gidler. Number twelve, Lauren Van Overshield. Number thirteen, Kenneth Olin. Number fourteen, Sarah Stadler. Number twenty, Delaney Davis. Number 23, Carson White. Number 24, Lily Peterson. Number 30, Maddie Kemp. Number 32, Abby Simpson. Number 33, Mackenzie Peterson. Number 35, Delaney Zoss. Number 42, Allison Myron. And number 44, Brianna Kirsch. Managers, Marlon Duarte, Gabriel Bentis, Ruby Pierre, Bailey Henkel, Haley Lopez Morales, and Lily Peterson. Assistant coaches, Mackenzie Burton, and Christina Simpson. And accepting the trophy. For the Colonels of Mitchell, head coach Dave Brooks. Well, there's the Mitchell Colonels getting those uh, medals, and Dave Brooks accepting the uh, trophy and plaque. Going to give it to her four seniors right there Ladies Taylor Giblin, Halverson, Hofer, and Hinkle. Sixth place here for the Mitchell Colonels. Oh, Gorman, they'll get their. Medals as well. We'll take a time out here. Visit with head coach Dave Brooks coming up next. 70-33, your final. O'Gorman takes fifth. That wraps up the Colonel basketball season. Our post-game show starts next. We're back in three minutes on KORN. Hello. Here's to welcoming moments, big and small. Embracing the unexpected. Savoring life. At Avera, our nationally recognized health system will be right here with you, ready for anything. We listen to your goals and help you achieve them with care and coverage. We'll move you forward through sickness and health and every milestone in between. Avera, moving health forward. Learn more at avera.org forward. It is our post-game show here live at the Sanford Pentagon. I'm Travis Krenz as we await Head coach Dave Brooks, Colonels take home sixth place. I don't think anybody uh, figured that was going to happen here about a week ago when they were the 12 seed taking on uh, number five Brandon Valley. But uh, memorable last uh, seven or eight days here for Colonel basketball. They also uh, get a win at the state tournament, defeating Watertown yesterday 48-37. to 
And your final here this afternoon, O'Gorman 70 and Mitchell 33. Other scores from around the state. Let's check in in Huron with the Class B tournament. Howard, uh, they took home 7th place, defeating Sully Buttes 54-44. And uh, Castlewood, they uh, defeated Jones County for 5th place, 48-33. Coming up here, it's a 1-2 versus two matchup as far as the seeds are concerned as Wolsey-Wessington takes on Ethan for 3rd place. That's coming up at 6 o'clock. And here on, we'll have coverage on Corn Country 92-1 tonight. Then the championship game at 7.45 for the Class B girls. It'll be last year's champ, Viberg Hurley, taking on the five-seed wall. In Class A, earlier this afternoon, Rapid City Christian defeated Lakota Tech 66-52 for seventh place. And uh, they're going to overtime in the consolation uh, final here, a consolation uh, final between Sioux Falls Christian and Flandreau. Sioux Falls Christian has just taken a 44-42 lead uh, with under one minute left in overtime. That one up in Watertown right now. Coming up at 6 o'clock, it's the third place game between Sisseton and Red Cloud. And the championship game between the top two seeds, Hamlin at 24-0. They take on Wagner at 24-1. And that's at 7.45 tonight. Uh, Clinton Greenway, he'll have coverage coming up of that uh, Wagner-Red Raiders game. Uh, see if Wagner can win that state title. It's coming up at 7.45 tonight on Q1073 and streaming live at Q107radio.com. And earlier here this afternoon at the Pentagon, pretty good to seventh place game as Rapid City Stevens ended up uh, defeating Watertown 53-51. Watertown had a very good offensive start uh, in that one. They scored 19 points in that uh, first quarter, had a 19-12 lead at uh, the end of the first quarter, and they actually had a 10-point lead at halftime, uh, 33-23, to but then it was all Stevens in that second half. Watertown, they only scored five points in the third, and uh, Stevens, they would score 30 points in that second half to come from behind to take seventh place here, 53-31. to uh, O'Gorman defeats Mitchell here, 70-33. to That one uh, for fifth place. And coming up here in about 90 minutes at 5 o'clock this afternoon, it's Jefferson taking on Harrisburg uh, for third place in AA. And that's followed by the championship game between the top two seeds, number one Washington and number two Pier. Both of those teams at 20-3 and three on the season. That championship game will tip off at 7.45 uh, here from the Sanford Pentagon. We'll take another time out here in our postgame show. Await head coach Dave Brooks. Reaction to the action coming up next, plus our player of the game as Mitchell loses here to O'Gorman 70-33. Take another timeout. Reaction to the action up next on KORN. This is Becky Pitts, General Manager of Poet Mitchell. We've been turning one big idea after another into biofuel and high-quality animal feed for years. Poet's vision is to reduce reliance on foreign energy while giving you the best grain marketing prices possible, all while sharing your values for sustainable land and a clean environment. Visit us at poet.com Mitchell. Our postgame show continues here, courtside at the Sanford Pentagon in Sioux Falls. O'Gorman wins uh, the fifth-place game, 70-33 over Mitchell, as uh, just really from the get-go, O'Gorman took a big lead early, 19-8, after the first quarter and just extended their lead. Again, they scored 21 points in the second quarter, 20 in the third, and then 10 more there in the fourth. 
Uh, impressive performance for O'Gorman, which I'm sure they're a little bit disappointed with fifth place. I'm sure they were hoping to uh, win it all, if not reach the championship game, looking to win back-to-back state titles. Uh, they won it all last year, uh, defeating Rapid City Stevens, but I think they will be uh, among those teams. You have to consider those top one or two teams next year for O'Gorman as we look towards the preseason uh, because they bring back uh, four of their five starters, including uh, Molly Abdouche, the 5'8 junior, committed to South Dakota State. So you got to feel like O'Gorman, always uh, pretty good in uh, girls basketball, and uh, they should be pretty good coming up here uh, next year. Also for Mitchell, you know, a 10-14 and 14 this year. They make the state tournament as a 12 seed, the first ever 12 seed to do so. And uh, you got to like what you see here for Mitchell heading forward as well as they bring back uh, pretty much all of their production, all of their points, all of their rebounds. Uh, here from this past season. They lose Delana Hinkle as a starter. Other than that, they'll bring back four of their five starters coming up next season. Lauren Van Overshield, she will be a junior. Uh, Sawyer Stabner will be a senior. Carson Wyke, she'll be a junior. And also Annie Seamson, uh, she's played for a couple years now, but she will only be a sophomore coming up next year. Again, Seamson in eighth grader last year, played a little bit towards the end of the season, then uh, played uh, quite a bit. She started all year long here as a freshman, so that's exciting for the Colonel's future. And the good news for Seamson is that uh, she hurt her right knee late in the third quarter in this game, and uh, she was hobbled, but the good news is that she did return uh, to the court. So that was a scary situation whenever uh, you got those lower leg or knee injuries. You never know how serious they can be, uh, but it appears to uh, not have been very serious at all. So uh, thankfully, Andy Seamson did come back in that fourth quarter uh, there after hurting her knee. And then the Colonel's bench, you've got Allison Meyerink, who uh, really uh, was a spark off the bench for Mitchell this season, a 5'10 junior, averaged around five points and four rebounds per game, had uh, five free throws here tonight uh, for her five points. And uh, she's kind of a post player at 5'10, long arms, gives you some length down low. But uh, she started to make some shots from the outside here late in the season. So you would think Meyerink would probably start next season. And that gives Mitchell a pretty good starting five there with Meyerink and Stabner and Seamson. You got Van Overshield and Wyke. That's pretty good. That's pretty good for, for the next uh, next season. You got Mackenzie Peterson, a junior. And you got uh, three juniors as well. Kiera Hofer's coming back. Delana Dagan's coming back. And Maddie Kemp coming back as well. So Colonels lose uh, four of their seniors, but uh, they pretty much return everybody that uh, had significant playing time uh, here this past season. As we're joined by head coach uh, Dave Brooks here momentarily, his reaction to the action. And Colonels were 9 of 34 shooting tonight so for 26%. O'Gorman, uh, they were 29 of 51 shooting 56% from the field. Colonels had too many turnovers, 27 for Mitchell compared to 15 for O'Gorman. Uh, rebounds were pretty even up. Colonels, in fact, out-rebounded O'Gorman. 26-25. Colonels had 13 offensive rebounds, and O'Gorman had 10. Reaction to the action here. Head coach uh, Dave Brooks joins us one more time, and uh, O'Gorman very good. I'm sure they're disappointed. They're not playing in the championship game, and uh, I mean they just played very well. One of the one of the best teams in the state. But uh, kind of looking back at this season, you make it to state, and uh, a lot of good things to like. And you're bringing back pretty much everybody for next year. So uh, cupboard is not bare uh, bare at all coming up here next year. No. Um... We walked in the locker room, and I said, uh, I got one thing here. And so I uh, went up, and I wrote the number 12 on the board. Okay. And then I wrote the number 6, and then I crossed uh, crossed out the 12 and said, you guys are a 6. Yeah, you guys are a 6th place team. Yeah. 
So Coming into the uh, Sodak 16 last week is 12, and you take home sixth place. Everybody's very happy about that, and uh, Sawyer gets you 14. Addie, thankfully, is okay. That was pretty scary there in that third quarter, uh, but thankfully yeah. she returned looking like she probably just banged her knee on the quarter. Yeah, maybe got a bruise on her so. knee, and, uh, and and you're right. I mean, there's uh, I mean, they're already talking that you know a lot of kids back, yeah. and and uh, the seniors kind of said their goodbye or whatever in there, mm-hmm. so it's kind of you know always a tough moment, but. Uh, um, yeah, there's some talent sitting around there, and, and they know if they want to get back to a tournament, they've got to put some time in, and, and uh, hopefully this will you know, have be an inspiration, if you will, because I, I think the kids really had a good time. I mean, uh-huh. it, it always stings after a loss, but, you know, end of the year, but hopefully, you know, they always seem to bounce back. You know, we've had enough losses yeah. during the year to practice for it, so uh, see what happens. Yeah, this is fun to play here. This is fun to call games here. It's fun to watch. Everybody yeah. involved in this, it's fun to come back out here, what will be in Rapid City, so we can check that out maybe uh, next year and uh, yeah a lot of a lot of positives as uh, we head forward here with Colonel Basketball and you got a chance everybody got to play very important to to get them yeah. out at least for those final couple minutes you got your seniors out there and uh, everybody got a chance to get on the floor here tonight yeah you know it, unfortunately it's the the wrong 2020 yeah. player but uh, but everybody got in and and uh, we'll have a memory yeah. uh, you know getting on the floor and playing in the state tournament so that's uh, not too many kids get a chance to do that and pretty sure what we hope to get here but i don't know how many of us believe that we would be here on uh-huh. the first of december and i told him you know if, if this team played the team that played on december 9th i said i think this one kicks the december 9th uh tail and they yeah. said oh yeah no doubt we'd be we're a lot better so just not good enough tonight against a pretty good O'Gorman team you played your best game when you needed to last week yeah. at brandon valley to get here and uh, you beat water watertown so you don't uh, don't leave empty-handed and you bring home a trophy and a plaque yep. so that's always fun and uh, thank you for doing all this stuff, pregame, yeah. postgame, all the extra stuff you you got to do as the head coach. So we appreciate that. Makes uh, our jobs a lot easier. And uh, Cadence Helverson, we'll give her a game ball. She got in there. Uh, we yeah. always like to see those folks when they get in and they score. And, yeah. uh, and Candence did. So congratulations to her. And she gets gets a game ball and a Culver certificate. Great. She'll appreciate it. Thanks for your coverage for the year. Absolutely. I know it's, a lot of that has kind of helped with the support we've had, you know, because mm-hmm. people listen and uh, um yeah, we that, you know, the kids don't quit, and I think people admire that, and I think that's kind of a you know good thing. So yeah, thank you for hanging Absolutely. with us all year long. Appreciate it very Sixth much. Sixth place at the state tournament. I think we'll take it. And coach, thanks a lot, and we'll see you next year. Okay, thanks very much. We'll see you. And coach Dave Brooks joins us his first year as head coach. Uh, wins. A game here in the state tournament finishes uh, in sixth place. Here as we wrap up our coverage of Colonel Girls Basketball coming up on 345. Again, uh, we still got more basketball coming up here next week. KORN will go out to Rapid City and cover the boys. And uh, the boys, they've got some big expectations. They're thinking state tournament champions or bust. Uh, they are good enough to win the entire thing. They're the number three seed, 17-4 and four on the season. Uh, it will not be an easy path for anybody. Whoever wins this AA boys tournament next week, uh, they're going to have to beat uh, three very good teams and uh, it could be Jefferson, it could be Lincoln, it could be Mitchell, it could be Washington who's playing hot right now, it could be Pierre. Mitchell's opponent in that quarterfinal. You're looking at this uh, eight-team tournament, and you're thinking five or six teams uh, could win this thing. It would not be a surprise uh, if, if any team made a big run. So our coverage starts coming up here on Thursday, late afternoon, early evening. We'll have our tournament fever show live from the Howard Johnson out in Rapid City. That'll be at 5.30 Central Time, 4.30 Mountain out in Rapid City at the Howard Johnson. We'll talk with head coach Riker Kreitzfeld and we'll also talk uh, with the players. Looking at probably comments from all the varsity players as well coming up there uh, late 
on Thursday afternoon. And uh, then we've got a late game, so I don't know, take a nap maybe on Thursday. 8.45 Central Time is our game. Colonels, the three seed, take on the Pier Governors, the six seed. So that's what we'll focus on coming up next week here on KORN News Radio. Uh, Colonels at 10 and 14. They wrap up the season here with a sixth place finish at the state tournament. Not too bad. They bring back pretty much everybody from next year. Uh, so for Dave Brooks, the head coach, and everybody else uh, behind the scenes, Michael Freeman, and all of our board ops here throughout the year, I'm Travis Krenz saying thanks for listening to Mitchell Colonel Girls Basketball here on KORN. You've been listening to KORN News Radio Sports coverage of Mitchell Colonel Basketball on your original home of Colonel Sports. KORN News Radio, FM 1013, AM 1490, and online at KORNradio.com. Coverage of the Colonels on KORN was brought to you by Poet, First Dakota National Bank, Iris and Chrysler Center of Mitchell and Huron, Aurora Cooperative, Avera Health Central Office, Runnings Farm and Fleet, Hearing Plus, Mitchell Roofing, Core Insurance, Southeastern Electric Co-op, SDI, Barcher Concrete and Masonry, Agronomy Plus in Mitchell, Rock Creek and Howard and Valley Station in Armour, Sun Gold Sports, Farm Bureau Financial Services, Rocky Newenhouse, the South Dakota Attorney General's Office, Division of Consumer Protections, and by the South Dakota High School Activities Association. This activity was brought to you by KORN, its advertisers, and the member schools of the South Dakota High School Activities Association. No rebroadcasting whole or in part may be made without the written permission of the South Dakota High School Activities Association. This has been a sports presentation of KORN Mitchell, a division of Nedved Media, LLC.